Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. And uh, I'm your host and glad to be here today. I want to talk about a different subject, something I don't think we've ever talked about. This is not going to apply to everyone, but I think you'll find it interesting. And uh, even if you are not a preacher and don't have preacher kids, I think it will still be helpful to you to understand maybe the preacher and the preacher's kids. So uh, I've got a message someone asked, okay, what about preacher's kids? What do you do? How do you help them? Uh, we have 11 children, and um, those 11 children are serving God. They're doing right. Uh, one's starting a new church in California. My oldest is, uh, well, my one's, um, my oldest daughter's husband is starting a church in California. My oldest son is, uh, is a chaplain at the jail. The rest of them are in Bible college serving and church. Um, and God has blessed us greatly. We've had ones that struggled that we need to help get back on track. And uh, kids aren't perfect for sure. But God has blessed us. We have two children at home under 18. Uh, the rest of them are adults. And so I want to give you some advice for preacher's kids. By the way, I had a really good mom and dad and uh, went really off the deep end in the wrong way. Uh, mom and dad never smoked, drank, cussed. We're in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Um, they, dad was a chairman of the deacons. Mom was a Sunday school teacher. And I was a mess. And so when I finally surrendered to preach and went to Bible college, anytime I met a good kid, especially whose dad was a preacher, then I did everything I could to learn from them to be able to help to make sure that uh, I was going to learn what to do and how to uh, help because I had good mom and dad and I was a mess. I wanted to make sure that with um, my uh, kids that I knew what to do and had help with that because it's uh, scary when we uh, aren't where we need to be. So so uh, we want to be able to help that. All right. So if you got preacher's kids, okay, <clears throat> if you are a preacher, let me give you some advice for that. Mostly the same. Uh, my children's program is that. By the way, if you need to, go to uh, thegoodkidquiz.com if you've not taken that yet. See where your kids are at and how we can help. So the principles of getting their heart and um, not be a stumbling block for your kids, not provoking them to wrath, all the things there, of course, are going to be the same. But there are a few things that are different advice for preachers and their kids. Number one, they live in a glass house. Prepare them that people will criticize them. Prepare them. It's a part of it. You can't help it. Uh, it's going to happen. People are going to criticize you and their and your children. When they know that, then they're expecting that. And when it comes, they won't be shocked. Okay? Listen, sorry. I wish it wasn't this way, but it is. People are going to criticize you because you're the preacher's kid. So when it happens, just be ready for it. Okay? Number two, keep the relationship closer to them than anyone. They will need you. Okay? Um, of course, they're going to like the youth pastor and their Sunday school teacher and have friends and all that. But make sure you keep your relationship closer to your kids than anyone. They're going to need you. And of course, you don't want a bad relationship getting closer, but you want to work hard to be able to have their heart and to keep them closer than any other relationship. They need you. Number three, don't expect more of them than a normal kid. They are kids. You're the preacher's kid. You ought to know better. Okay, that's not fair. That's not right. They're kids. They're kids. They're not going to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to mess up. Don't expect them to be more than a normal kid. They are kids. All right? Number four, um, don't not know what is going on because they are the preacher's kids. Don't not know what's going on because they are the preacher's kids. Here's a big deal and really important. Many times people will not tell the parents, the preacher, what their kids are doing because they don't want the preacher looking down or bad at them. 
from the time our kids were little, I said, please, if you love me, if you love my family, if you love my children, I've got to know what's wrong or I can't fix it. I think this is one of the biggest things, one of the most important things. Preacher, uh, you've got to be able to tell the people, look, um, there'll be so many times you're counseling, you're helping people, you're working on something big, and you don't have time to be able to watch your kids 24-7. And after church, they're messing around, they're in trouble. Someone knows, but you don't. And if you don't know, you can't fix it. And it's gigantic. I would say, please, 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 I'm not going to look down at you. Now, in honesty, I would tell them, uh, tell me, don't tell my wife, okay? How come? There's something about a mama bear, talking bad about her cubs, that she may be a little too defensive and come back not in the right way, okay? So I tell them, listen, if you see my kids doing something, let me know. Now, it's not your job to play judge, jury, and executioner. Uh, there's sometimes they saw something, they thought it was this, and they told us, thank you, I'll take care of it. It's not their job to come back and say, what did you do about it? How did you handle it? Excuse me, that's not your place. Your job is if you saw something, then say something, let the authority know. Your job is not to go tell everybody in the church, and your job is not to go judge the kids. Your job is not to make sure that the parents did what you think they ought to have done. I was very fair with my kids. When there was a problem like that, I would pull them in at home. Hey, what happened? What's the deal? they tell me the whole story, and I would check it out and verify it. Many times they did not get in trouble because what was told to me was not the full story, and I don't just believe my kids and not believe somebody else. I'm going to check it out and be just, okay? The Bible says to judge righteously, to judge fairly. I go to God often and say, God, you see everything I do. I can't get over on anything with you. God, please help me to know what my kids do or I can't fix it. It's not fair if you'd expect me to raise these children without seeing and knowing what they do wrong. And so you want people to help you with that. And then you want to be able to judge righteously just because an adult said it does not make it 100% true. Many times they only saw one side. They didn't know the full story and um, and take care of that. Okay. Um, you've got to know what's going on and get the people to understand that. Um, by the way, hopefully your preacher will be this way. <laughs> Share this with him. Uh, if you're not a preacher and you go to him because there's some preachers that are too defensive, we tried this before, and uh, it turned out horribly. Uh, we were the bad people. We They thought we were judging. I didn't care what he did about it. I just knew we needed to know. And we got so lambasted one time. I was at a preacher's meeting, and no one's going to know who this is, but I was at a preacher's meeting and walked in the back. It was a little bit uh, late. Right in front of me were two teenage girls with the preacher's kid who was probably four or five. And um, and so right in front of me, and he was touching them, playing with them in places that they shouldn't. He was curious. They thought it was cute. They thought it was funny. It was horrible. After it was over, I was afraid they're going to be criticized. I went to the preacher and said, look, I want to let you know. I'm not judging. I just, no, he said, thank you, thank you, thank you. I needed to know. I, he wasn't supposed to be sitting back with them. He's supposed to be up with his mom. And I told him, I said, look, I know as a preacher, if I don't know about it, I can't fix it. And he said, I agree. Thank you. Wow. He accepted and it was great. Until he told his wife, man, I was dirt. I was dirt. They trashed me everywhere, all over. Like, fine. I don't care. This is sowing and reaping. If I want to know what my kids are doing, then I've got to let someone else know what their kids are doing. If they don't take it right, that's on them. I did what I was supposed to do. So sometimes they don't want to know. Um, we had another situation I won't go into, but uh, we let the pastor know what was going on. And uh, my wife did, and she was in trouble. She was bad because, okay, fine. You're going to have to deal with this because you older, because you didn't deal with it when you were younger, when they were younger. And that happens. Okay. So don't not know what is going on because they're the preacher's kids. Uh, number five, prepare them that people will disappoint them, but love and give of yourself anyway. 
prepare them. Uh, some of the closest people in the church to us. We had an adopted set of grandparents even that we'd go over on some Sunday nights and boy, they loved their grandkids weren't here and they sort of adopted ours. And next thing you know, they're turning and hateful and mean and kids like, dad, dad, what happened? Don't they love us anymore? It stuff's hard. Prepare them for that. People will disappoint them. Okay. The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Let them know People will disappoint them, but that's okay. We're not in this for them. We're in this for God, and we help everyone as much as they let us help them, and if they decide not to let us help them, that's okay. We give them back to God, and we help somebody else. Prepare them for that. We went through some horrible things. I'll share it sometime, but we went through some horrible things in ministry and with our family and the ministry and finances and all that and just hurt so badly by people and things they said and did. I am shocked that our kids love God and serve God. I am still shocked, but I know it came from things like this, preparing them for that, having that heart relationship with them. A couple more. Uh, don't let Pat, don't pastor other kids more than you pastor your own. Your kids need a pastor and you're it. Okay. Don't pastor other people's kids more than you do your own. Uh, if their countenance has fallen, you need to know why. If they're upset, you need to fix it. If there's a problem, you need to find out what it is. Um, your children need a pastor, and you are it. Pastor them. Love them. Care about them. Let them know that. And let them know that you'll drop anything to be able to make sure your kids get the help that they need. Uh, my kids have given up their dad for hundreds of hours, but they know, Dad, I need to see you. Open door. Anytime, no matter what's going on, you need me. I'm here for you. They need to know that. And the last one, with all the rules and the standards, make sure you teach them the why and that you're protecting them, not keeping them from having fun. We have every standard, everybody, right-wing, fundamental, temperamental, Baptist, we have all those. Um, and we taught them why. And they accepted it as their own, not just because mom and dad said that. And it's not to try to keep you from having fun. By the way, we have fun. We, <laughs> Our kids love being preacher's kids. We taught them the benefits and the bonuses of being preacher's kids. And anytime there's something special that we can do uh, because they're the preacher's kids, we let them know that. And they're glad they're the preacher's kids. And that's a big deal because so many of them resent it. They can't wait till they get out of this house because they had to grow up in a preacher's home and it was horrible. That's not our kids. Uh, the negatives, we made those little. Um, the things that were positive, we made those big. And we let them know how big, important, and helpful, and great it was to be a preacher's kid. And so those are a few things that we uh, did. I hope that will help you. And if you're not a preacher, there are still good things you can get from that. Um, but uh, maybe pass this on to your pastor. Maybe that can be encouragement to them. And uh, and help understand where they're coming from. It is not easy um, being a preacher's kid. Uh, ask any of them. Watch. There's always a joke about, ah, the preacher's kid. Ah, the preacher's kid. I love the joke. Why is a preacher kid so bad? Because he hangs around with a deacon's kid. That's why. Um, so we have fun with it. But it is important. And uh, where the preacher, so much of his ministry is either validated or picked apart based on what his kids do. Now, if I lose every one of my kids tomorrow and they all go to the devil and they hate me and they turn on everything I believe, I'm going to keep preaching and serving God no matter what. But I promise you, it does validate so much of who we are and what we are and what we believe when our children follow in that path. Uh, we've been criticized through the years for different things in church and ministry. And, and uh, it's funny, they'll criticize me about something, but if they know us and they know our family, they turn around and say, well, he did something right. He's got some good kids. And so guess what that does? Whatever negative they said, that discounts it because, okay, all right, they can criticize this, 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 and this, but he has good kids. Why? 
Why? Why does he have that? Okay, he can't be all as horrible as we think he is because uh, he's got some good kids. They did something right, okay? Must be the wife. That's it. Must be the wife. So it's important. Hey, enjoy that. Take that to heart. Hope that's a help to you. And uh, go to thegoodkidquiz.com. Check out, see how your kid's doing and if we can help. God bless you and take care.